I like your hat. I like your hat. Hi, my name is Bo. And my name is Cooper. We are All Girls Considered. A podcast that decides to empower females all over the world. Today we are interviewing Molly Balloons, who makes amazing balloon creations for a living. Molly started out as a balloon artist at the age of nine. She was in her parents' basement, but decided to play around with some balloons. Molly Balloons has grown into a famous business. She now has a few camps and workshops that help kids learn a profitable new skill she thinks is important to learn creativity at a young age. What made you start Molly Balloons? Great question. First off, thanks for having me on. It's an honor. Um, the, are you asking about the specific name or my business? You can answer both. Great. I'll do it. When I, I learned how to, as you said, learn make balloons when I was nine, bored in my parents' basement. But when I picked it back up and turned it into a business, I was going on 15, going on to my freshman year of high school. Um, and I picked it up kind of on accident, like working at a summer camp when I was 14 and picked it up just for the, just for the sake of it because I thought the kids would like it, and they would. And then it was when people were like, oh, my God, do you do parties? That I was, like, business-minded enough to know that yes was a good answer to that question and I was always in theatrical and I knew that I could say yes to it something I didn't know how to actually do and I could like make it happen and that's been very thematic throughout my career of like not actually knowing what I'm doing but being like yeah this is a product I offer and then selling it and figuring it out afterwards that's been like how I've grown the whole way through and so I started Molly Balloons by calling a restaurant local to me when I was 15 and absolutely lying and saying, hi, I'm a local professional balloon artist. Would you like to hire me for your kids' events? And they said, yes. And I said, shoot, what do I do now? <laughs> and I just figured it out. My name at the time was Miss Molly Moe Balloons, um, but that Instagram handle seemed too long. So after I'd nurtured it as a side hustle throughout my high school years and grown it kind of a little bit bigger... I changed my Instagram handle from Miss Molly Moo Balloons to Molly Balloons because it was just shorter. And then I was like, ooh, I like that better. So then I kept it. So when I graduated and stayed on that track, I stayed Molly Balloons and like poured my soul into being that. What gives you the inspiration for your creations? Ooh, everything. <laughs> my artistic focus has historically been on um, things that are abstract meaning like I would be less interested in making a nine foot tall giraffe balloon than making this amazing archway that doesn't have specifically a theme, but it's supposed to be like elegant and immersive or whatever it is, or like fashion based. I don't, I don't want to make like a Tinkerbell costume, but instead something really high fashion. And um, I like making things that don't look like other things. So I, I get a lot of inspiration from, looking around in nature I think I look all everything that looks good I just want it to be a headdress like it's a beautiful play I put it on my head I just want it to be a headdress <laughs> and when I broke my wrist last year I watched a lot of fashion shows that's just like what I did I just sat around and watched fashion shows sad on pain meds <laughs> and so I gathered a lot of inspiration from other fashion designers and then I would reimagine those concepts and those visual themes into balloon couture what came first fashion or balloons Oh, in my, well, in the world, probably fashion. In my life, balloons. <laughs> um, I'd always had an interest towards fashion, but I didn't ever, I used to think I didn't have the patience to sew clothing. 
which is hilarious because now I make clothing out of balloons, which pop and deflate. So like, definitely have the patience for making clothes. I can make balloon clothes. Um, but I, the first time I ever made garments was out of balloons. So balloons came first. Fun question. Nobody's ever asked me that. That's hard to do. Ask me a question I've never been asked. Congrats. <laughs> or fashion. I like that as a chicken or egg question. <laughs> yeah. Congrats on your prep on this. Have you ever thought of having employees to help make the dresses? Yeah, actually. Um, so I just had a fashion show on November 16th in Kansas City and I flew out eight other balloon artists from around the country because balloon dresses deflate unless you can freeze them or double stuff them or go through jump through hoops they deflate really quickly and so i brought out so there's only a small window that i had to make 14 balloon looks for 14 models for a fashion show and also produce an event and so in order to make that happen i brought out professional balloon artists and i've i've not trained anyone to make balloon dresses i've trained a lot of people to make balloons so now i have a small company of about five people which can fluctuate depending on the job so I've trained them to make balloons, but um, balloon dresses is just so specialized. So I've just I just brought up the people I needed, and it worked great. How do you make your balloon dresses? Well, that's a great question. It's like a it's a weave. It's kind of like a basket weave, just like wow, a lot squeakier. So I start with rows going around, and then making columns, which I call runners, um, and weaving and changing the sides sizes of the horizontal bubbles and that changes the shape of the dress to um, fit a figure um it's kind of like a, a glorified tube weave and then i make it in, in back i since i go row by row where i start the start the row in the back usually um i don't tie it off once i'm finished on the dress form or the mannequin that i'm making it on so that i can like untwist it basically unbutton the dress and then put it on the model or put it on myself or whoever um and button it back up which in that part is just in, intensely laborious and frustrating. Usually, that's usually the worst part of it. Is it's like it doesn't fit or it's being annoying, and you have to go. And that's like the most gray hair inducing. <laughs> Who are your biggest inspirations? I do say that I'm a fusion of Pee Wee Herman and Beyonce. Jeremy Scott, who's the creative director for Moschino, which is a brand of clothing brand out of Italy, he's like, wow, really good. His shows are amazing. They have such a high fashion humor that I really enjoy. So fashion-wise, he is someone I really look up to. Janelle Monet is also fantastic in the way she presents herself and like, how, like really embraces the full spectrum of masculine and feminine. Just like produces these amazing outfits. Um, dang, I don't know. I've had a lot of mentors. I think I'm a very much a product of my mentors, and so um, other other balloon artists who've come before me and other other artists and the like. Never been asked either. <laughs> um, so how has your job changed your life? Oh, my God. There's no ways in which it hasn't changed my life. It's like all of me. All of me is Molly Balloons. I get to be a louder version of myself. Or no, I get to be, like, a very much fuller version of myself because I have this platform of, like, well, I'm the balloon girl. Like, I can just get away with it. And so I've, uh, it's, it's, like, been, like, a fast track for me discovering my fullest self. Um, I mean, it takes up all my time. It's, like, all my all my purchases are made on my business account, like, to give you a, a glimpse. Like, it's, like, all business. It's all being this, like, louder. Somebody once asked me, is Molly Balloons a character or a is Molly Balloons a character when I was writing a one-woman show a couple years ago 
And I thought really long and hard about that question because it was a good question. And I came back because this was before I was always going by Molly Balloons. Now I'm like fully Molly Balloons. And I thought about it and I came back with the answer that no, Molly Balloons is a caricature. I'm that version of myself. I'm just an exaggerated version of, of what I've always been. So it's allowed me to be a caricature of myself, and that's been a lot more fun, a lot more um, like socially inclusive, and having like really lo- I like like transcending cultural boundaries and being able to connect with people, being able to like be more boisterous and in public and wear weirder things, and be more self promotive and just like live louder. Does Molly balloons affect your personal life? Yeah, totally. I was just in the locker room at this gym and somebody was like, are you Molly Balloons? And I was like, what's up, girl? <laughs> that was like 10 minutes ago. Um, no, it absolutely has. I've, it's, it sort of ties into my last answer. Um, that it's, it's given me a platform to be large, to like live larger and louder and be, and, and I, and I get like these fun perks of being like a pseudo celebrity which is like I just get like get free things and free tickets to go places and I get to bring my friends there and I get to like just kind of navigate the world with a little bit more flair and like special treatment which is really fun (laughs) and I'm able to like promote other people's thing because I am in the spotlight which is fun (laughs) um so what's the hardest dress that you've made hardest dress that I've made I mean so some of my earlier dresses I just didn't know what I was doing yet and I hadn't mastered that form at all because it's really tricky and practice is the best of all instructors as Aristotle said um, so some of my earlier dresses although they are not my most impressive they sometimes they just took the most like what is going on like what am I doing like why how is I had the least amount of control over the form over the shape I'd say maybe the car, maybe the one, the Valentine's Day dress that's black and white and flares into a bunch of roses um, or flowers. That one was pretty, took a long time. Or the one, some of the ones I did on a recent national television spot I was on in Nashville um, called Pickler and Ben. I just remember how I said at my fashion show we had the correct amount of tasks for the correct amount of labor. It was very much not that. I said yes to doing way too many things, and I made him fly me out of the system from Canada. Um, who's a good balloon dressmaker, but it was still just, we had too much to do in too little time. So we, and they asked for like all my most complicated dresses. They were like, we want that one. And I was like, oh, so my hardest one. Cool. Oh, and then another one of my other hardest one. Cool. And I said yes to it like an idiot. So we had to do like gorgeous work in no time. And then we can't just like throw it on stage and like have a glass of water. I had to like look good and be on national television and not on zero hours of sleep. And it was like, so those times it's surrounding factors that make the dress really hard rather than like the technique themselves itself. What's your greatest accomplishment? I want to say, and in fact I will say, the fashion show I just produced was the best thing I've ever done. It was the most impressive, like evening of accomplishment. It was so it came together in a lot of ways that my I figured out a lot of my weaknesses, and that's what it, exempl- or it exemplified. Um, not only can I just like produce really good dresses, we all we already knew that, but I like was really organized, and I had a really clear vision, and it communicated clearly to a lot of people. And I uh, so that and it just it brought together a lot of understanding of photography, a lot of understanding of fashion, of balloons, of the way events work, and just like like a lot of things, and a lot of 
a lot of business and making deals with people to make things happen. So that is my greatest evening of like climax. But like I would say my greatest accomplishment is just making this lucrative. I love the quote and I don't know who said it, but real artists don't starve. Like you don't have to wear a badge of like I'm a starving artist and like, well, if you're great at your art form, like get like sell it. So I'm really proud of the fact that, that I've just made a business out of it and I've created this into being lucrative. It's probably my greatest accomplishment. That I, I sell balloon dresses. Like, there's not a market for that. I just had to make a market. I had to convince people that they wanted balloon dresses at their event and then charge them for it because I didn't already know they wanted that. So that's probably my greatest, greatest accomplishment. What does success mean to you? Okay, this answer is going to start out bougie, but bear with me. <laughs> In Japanese culture, when you go soul-searching, you're looking for a specific thing, and it's called your ikigai, and I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Oops. And it's a compilation of, the, of like, a four-part diagram. It's what you're good at doing, what you love doing, what the world needs, and what you can be paid for. And it's, like, boom, right in the middle, that, like, four-part overlap is called your icky guy. Like, that's what you're destined to do. And so I think, and that looks very different for a lot of people. And for me, it's balloons, which is hysterical. But if the world needs it, the world needs it, and you can be paid for it, and you love doing it, and you're good at it, whatever that is, and you're doing it, like, that's success. And you're... Like, I'm not out here curing cancer, and I'm not out here, like, planning cities. Like, that's just not my gig. But I realize, like, I definitely am here to, like, stir up a lot of joy and, like, elevate arts and make people feel loved and delighted and kind of get adults out of the, the then there's and the done that's and the adult mind and the adult world. And so that's success for me. What would you like to say to the girls listening to this podcast? your journey to figure out who the heck you are doesn't end and it's like the best journey that you have so feel very feel absolutely empowered to like experiment with what you like to do and experiment with who you are and experiment with what you like to wear and don't feel ashamed or nervous or hesitant to try out any of those options um because in the end, you just have got to do what makes your soul sing. And if you don't try on a lot of options, you might not find you're perfect. Like, I might have just never stumbled upon balloons, and that would have been a tragedy because I wouldn't have learned balloons. So try on lots of options. Don't discount Don't discount that one visual media or thing you might kind of want to wear. Assume that you can pull it off and assume that you can try on. Thank you, Molly Balloons, for letting us interview you. This is All Girls Considered. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for having me. Stay unpoppable. Yay. <laughs>